0: Life is a journey, and eventually, all roads come together. You're listening to Breaking Camp, conversations focusing on our passion for the outdoors, everyday life, learning new things, and growing as people. I'm Bryce Ginther. And I'm Aaron Brenneman. And this is Breaking Camp. Welcome, paddlers, to Breaking Camp Podcast. It's me, Bryce and aaron your camp hosts Camp host. yo brace how's it going bud
1: good so um are you dried out uh for the most part (laughs) i mean most of it i still haven't fished everything out of the camper but i got back that night popped it up pulled everything out made sure we we were shored up we were dry we were good got the batteries charging it it's was good. How wet about you? Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're, I think I'm
1: done. I think I pretty much. You're done with rainy, rain camping? <laughs>
0: no, no, no. Heck no. Oh,
1: done with drying your stuff?
0: I'm out. done drying out. I, my waiters are dry. The boots are dry. The tent is open in the shop and dry. Um, just need to fold it back up. And, um, cooler is put away. Food is put back in. We're, I'm officially unpacked is probably about as far as I'll get. And Amy does criticize me, rightly so, of being the guy that will take six months to unpack from one camping trip. Mm. So um, I think I did pretty good. That's good. For me.
1: I'm still slightly packed. I have not put my food away. Because we ate so much food, but I brought so much food. I was (laughs) just like, I got a bag ready to go for next time. I got a couple of bins. Yeah. Yeah. that could get put away but chances are i'm just gonna have to put it right back into bins to use it again so
0: it was so much fun and what it was cool good. about it was you know we were able to record up there and and so i and also we kind of updated a few things we actually had a little bit of cell service so we could update to instagram a little bit and so um i hope that you guys were able to at least follow along a little it's like not like we did a a constant stream of story stuff. But, but it was, you got the point. It was raining. It was wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to a couple of friends that um, follow on Instagram and they were like, dude, you guys got soaked. It, they were just going, <laughs> this is nuts, you know? So I, so I felt like today we could kind of like recap that, talk about the camping trip, you know, and, and it just sort of, I think our, our topic today sort of, sort of uh, is what came to mind as I reflected
1: back on mm-hmm. our camping trip. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm a year round camp camper. And after talking with Zach, you know, and his outdoorsiness, <laughs> yeah. uh, got me thinking about, you know, most people probably are not, they kind of have an outdoor season mm-hmm. where you have some winter sports, right? You have yeah. ski sports and yeah. stuff like that. But I mean, there's tremendous opportunities six, nine months out of the year. Yeah. Where you can go out and there's also some good benefits to it as well. So we'll jump into those a little bit here. Well, one thing that I was, you know, and we had
0: talked about a little bit was this was sort of a shakedown run for like a test of my rooftop tent's abilities. Mm-hmm. Because um, certainly during the summer when I used it, I'm like, man, the walls of this tent are pretty thick and there's like a coating on the inside that looks pretty waterproof. And so, but unless I get it in that weather, I'm not, I'm not going to know. <clears throat> and I can't say that I totally tested the tent because I covered it with a tarp. <laughs> but I almost count it because the tarp held up and the rainfly is certainly not up to par like on my tent. Oh, it's not? Uh-uh. And, and, and I knew that it's worn out. So I didn't want to just have the tent as, as it's the only protection. So it, the good. it was a good idea to put a tarp over it. I guy-wired it down, you know, to the truck and, and everything, and uh,
1: it worked awesome. Yeah, it's it's not that bad if you find something... First of all, it wasn't windy, which right. was really nice. Right, Um But to have somewhere where you can get out of the weather, you know, you got a tent, yeah. you got a camper, mm-hmm. you got uh some pop-ups, you got a fire, mm-hmm. it's not that bad. You just have to make mm-hmm. sure you have good shell the rest of the time, or else yeah. anytime you're moving... Here too, you know, you're gonna be soaking wet. Yeah, which still didn't happen. Condensation
0: still happened. in my tent. It wasn't terrible, but it, it, it definitely because I, was, you know, I'd
1: get cozy and warm in there, and then yeah, it would uh, make condensation. Do I you was have gonna... any ventilation in there? Because that's Zach was saying he doesn't. He didn't get condensation because his is so vented. Yeah, I know. On mine, I got to open up a little cubby mm-hmm. and run one of the top vents uh-huh. and open that up, and it'll still collect some condensation but do you have any areas like that in there
0: yeah there's a couple like sort of um like pre-sewn uh air vents at the top Mm -hmm. kind of at the peak on either side and then i was actually airing on the warm side knowing that i'm okay with a little condensation um because i'll dry everything out when i get home Mm. i just wanted to make sure it was warm in the tent yeah and so but during the day i would open up the
1: windows and let it kind of air out um, so it didn't seem too bad. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, condensation can be the killer when you have the different heat temperatures and moisture and all of that. Yeah.
0: And so I think the big news of the camping trip
1: was we went home a day early. We did. I was sad about that. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if everything wouldn't have been blown out the way that it was. You guys went fishing... On one of the days, yeah. and the water was just chocolate milk. <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah, so there was no fishing. Fishing no. was effectively over yeah. after the first day. The first day on the Ho River was great. <clears throat> it was great, but you know, what are you what are you going to do? But I know people so are
0: probably wanting to know how many fish we caught, and the answer is one, right? Oh uh, yeah, there we, was we caught one. one. Uh-huh. It wasn't a steelhead, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but I I did catch one, which is about par for a steelhead fishing trip. <clears throat> which is so sad to me. Yeah. Like uh, that is it's why I have this love hate relationship with steelhead. Like if was, you if you're hard to catch, you know I'm not going to chase you that long. <laughs> yeah, I was listening
1: <laughs> you know? to a podcast earlier today. Levar Burton reads, uh-huh. uh, and he reads uh, short stories. And it was he was reading this short story about a guy who was a work for the Department of Fish and Wildlife, and he does stream sort of assessments and flow rates and stuff like that in yeah. rural areas. And he got the character in the story started talking about something, which I had, I mean, I, I think I knew conceptually, but I'd never really thought about how mm-hmm. like our water system on our gl- on our planet mm-hmm. is a closed sealed system. There is no new water. There oh, is only, wow. you know, it is mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. different forms of water. So it's evaporation, condensation, rain, all of these things like we have a finite amount of water that's awesome and i think you know not to make this too uh political here but you could argue that some of what we do to our air and our water Mm -hmm. has over years along with fish policy um Mm -hmm. conservation efforts stream bake degradation has affected the um the environment that these fish are in Mm -hmm. leading to there not being as many as there used to be. Yeah. but I started thinking about the water aspect of that runoff environment, all of these things that affect the oceans, Mm -hmm. plastics. It's like, oh, this is a closed system. There's no new water coming in here to wash any of this out. Mm -hmm. What's yeah.
0: I, I, again, I agree with you. I think I'd get pretty deep in the weeds and over my head quickly (laughs) in this topic, Mm -hmm. but I, I think, um, the the management of wildlife is what is the biggest reason of why our runs of of wildlife while the wildlife and the fish isn't isn't plentiful it's because we have it's not like hatchery programs in my opinion
1: have not worked i think but hatchery programs were only a mitigation effort from the impact we had from damming everybody water up. Yes, exactly. Which killed fish's ability to go back up and and spawn and and create new fish. Yeah, it was basically a Band-Aid fix to a problem we created. Yeah. And And I think we'd both agree that, like, What we try and do, despite our best efforts as man, you know, is never going to be as good as the way that the system was designed to operate. Absolutely. Like, we're just trying to kind of throw a Band-Aid on it and fix it a little bit, but it creates some more problems and it doesn't work nearly as well. It works okay at first, and then over time, law of diminishing returns. Yeah, yeah. So there was at least one sucker fish, mm-hmm. and there was at least one steelhead.
0: <laughs> well, you called me out. Uh, what? Oh, did I? It was that a sucker? It wasn't a sucker fish. Sorry. I'm going to call it a whitefish white because fish? it did okay. not have a sucker mouth. It had a pointy, small mouth, but oh, yeah. it, it wasn't a sucker. Ma- a sucker fish. Okay. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. You got a little tug on your on yeah. your line. That's yeah. always fun. Well, it was so funny because like that was uh, toward the end of our day. And we had, we had thrown a few casts and we were, you know, nobody, nobody, no no, no fish, no fish. You had one possible takedown mm-hmm. and missed the fish or it wasn't a fish, whichever. But we were a little excitement, you know, yeah. but all day long, you know, you're going, man, nothing, nothing, nothing. The water looks so good that day. Oh, too. my gosh. It was gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So when I saw my, my bobber go down and it was with purpose and it kind of wiggled and stuff and I was like, oh, that's a fish. And so I go back after it. And... Um, and so finally I was able to hook it. But that thing bit like three or four times before I hooked mm. it. So I knew it wasn't a steelhead, Yeah. you know, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm catching this thing. <laughs> I don't mind. So, but needless to say, fishing was not what we hoped, but the camping trip was a blast. Yeah, it was in, great. In the rain, it was fine. We had pop-ups, which was amazing. Yeah. I'm adding that to my camping gear yeah. setup for sure. Thank you, Zach, for bringing those. Um, because having a place outside of your tent to go to, for shelter is a, is a game changer. Yeah. You Especially
1: know? the one with sides. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, so what I wanted to talk about though was, so we decided to leave. Right. And so we had planned to be gone for, I don't know, whatever it was, three nights or four nights or something like four that. Four nights. Four yeah. nights. And, and so we, we call it, you know, and, and I'm kind of like the guy that's like, I don't know. What do you guys think? And Zach's out, you know? And I'm like, Aaron, what 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 do you think? You know? And it's like any glimpse of sunshine, I'm staying, I'm going to try and talk you into staying, yeah. you know? And anyway, so we did make the call to go home and I was like, okay, it's the right choice. I was just bummed. Yeah. And you're like, fun's over. and Yeah. Fun's <laughs> over. Right. And, and you're like, Hey, I want to go hit this Ruby beach or whatever and check out the kind of the lookout and just sort of look at the ocean for a second. And, so I do. And I'm like, yeah, I'll follow you home. And that, what well, you could have talked me into driving 101 home. Oh,
1: wow. No I, way. That's where I was at. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, I told you wow. there's a nugget in this whole thing. Yeah.
0: And because I don't like to dilly-dally when I'm going somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it's like, in my mind, I don't have to be home for a whole nother day. Yeah. And I'm driving home. And so I'm like, oh, man, I like,
1: we should probably slow down. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> I want to j- wow because there was no fun, there yeah. was no destination, there was no activity yeah. specific on the other side. Yeah, I'm sure you get home and there's plenty of stuff to do. But oh yeah, it wasn't the, like a thing. You're I got to get there for this. It's like I'm right. just in this and whatever comes, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, wow. so we could have gone over to the coast and had some seafood or something. Exactly,
0: which my family won't ever really do. So yeah. I would totally be up to that oh. for a
1: crab or something cool. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. That would
0: be awesome. So anyway, I was just thinking about that later, and I was like, man, I totally would have been up for driving the long way home. We would have gotten home a lot later. We would
1: have gotten home quite a bit later,
0: actually. Yeah. (laughs) But it's okay, because we could have even just said, you know what? We're camping here tonight. Oh, that would have been fine, too. Yeah, just Mm -hmm. camp here.
1: Yeah, if the weather would have been maybe any kind of decent, that would (laughs) have been something to do. But we had an hour and a half on to take the 101, and then we had another couple hours on for an activity Mm -hmm. with your rig, yeah, You're at home kind of late. <laughs> yeah, so I got a flat tire on the way home,
0: um, and it's just funny because you know it's like I told you, I need tires, and I knew I need tires, and 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 I don't think that the tire failed. They didn't actually inspect it because they were just like my, my were, tires were done. Tires
1: toast. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: They wouldn't have. I know for a fact they wouldn't fix the flat and yeah. then put it back on. They'd be going, dude, you need
1: you need tires. Yeah.
0: So <clears throat> safety
1: hazard for them to even do that.
0: Pretty much, yeah. And I mean, you could see what are those called, like wear bars in the tread. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was right there. Maybe a, mm. I don't know a couple hundredths before I get those. And um, but yes, I called you. Like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> are you are, what? <laughs> where? Where are you at? I don't know. What do you need? <laughs> like, well, I got a flat tire. Luckily, though, I made it to Troutdale. Yeah. Which was really close to home, and so. Um, I was able to pull over in a truck stop, I had plenty of room and it was safe and everything. Um, so I was pretty thankful for your help and everything yeah. just to, cause, you know, it's nice to have somebody there. Um, well, for one thing, it, it, as it turns out, like the little wimpy
1: jacks that they give you, it's just not enough to lift your truck enough to get the tire off. It's not enough to get it down underneath it. Like yeah. it would be fine if you just went out with your tires inflated, put mm-hmm. it on a board, and jacked it up. Yes. But like when your tire's deflated, it gets so low to the ground, you yeah. can't get a board or anything underneath it. So we ended up doing a two-jack system where we jacked it up, put a board, and then used the other jack to get it all the way up.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where now I'm thinking, well, shoot, I need a different jack or another one. Yeah. So, because like otherwise, a, I have to be with
1: somebody always. One of them, like high lift jacks or something. Yeah. Like NASCAR Just woof, woof. bolted on the front of your hood. Yeah. I was going to get one of those for the Subaru, but there's no anchor. There's no nothing on the Subaru oh. that I could put it on. I'd have to. <laughs> so, if I were to get that, I'd have to do a new bumper with anchor points and all that. So, I yeah. It seems it. like a lot for a one time. But it is a really good uh, cue to like go out in your driveway when the weather's nice. It's kind of like with tire chains, right? Like yeah. you don't want to figure out yeah. on the side of the road in the freezing snow. <laughs> no with cars buzzing by you that your chains, you don't know how to put your chains on. Same sort of thing with changing a tire. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure you and I probably are of a generation where when we learn to drive, you learn to change a tire, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a thing you do. You go out to the vehicle, you get your equipment out. And so, but over time you get new vehicles and stuff changes and you have the equipment. Maybe you don't test it out, but it's a good opportunity to go and do it in a dry driveway where you're safe off the highway. Yeah. So that when something happens on the road, Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I got this yeah well and like I drive a diesel
0: so I got like eight lug nuts on my <laughs> wheels <laughs> you know you're going this seems excessive yeah <laughs> you know when you're when you're spinning those off by hand you know yeah. and, oh my gosh so, so
1: so did you end up getting new tires? So I did oh, I called
0: nice. I called the I, I did some research the next day um and then basically I actually found a great deal it, it was what? so cool. So I go back to the same place I've been getting tires there for years and years. Um, and they just have good prices. They're local. I think they're a chain. I know they're a chain, but I don't know how far across the country they go. But um, they're all over in Oregon. They're not the, It's not the Les big big one, but it's one of their competitors. Mm-hmm. And, um, but uh, they, I call him up, and he goes, and he rattles off my okay, – I drive this truck, and, and he rattles off my tire measurements like that. Mm. like boom mm-hmm. and I'm like wow that's pretty quick in your mind that's pretty good he goes well it's funny he goes I might have something for you and he goes somebody was building an overlanding rig not an overlanding rig, but like a van lifer rig you mm-hmm. know and they bought these tires the that are the same size for your truck and they were too big for their rig um, uh, rubbed and wouldn't turn and yeah stuff. and so they yeah. they didn't they hardly drove them they mm-hmm. were like we we've got we gotta return these and so they did and so he made me this ridiculous deal oh, on nice. these tires. That's good. And he gave me five, and that was the thing. I was hemming and oh, hawing. Wow. And so he goes, because you know he threw out a number, and I was like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean that's basically the same price as the cheapest tires I was looking at. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, I'm gonna need a better deal than that, you know. I'm like, and I wasn't trying to play hardball. I was just like, what's the enticement? You're not giving me a mileage guarantee. You're not, you know what I mean? It's like I'm taking the risk here. Yeah, and so he was like, "No, nah, I got you." He goes, "I tell you what," and he lowered it again, and he's like, "I'll throw in the fifth tire because I have five, so you'll, your spare will match." Nice. And I was like, "Done,
1: done. Well, that's good."
0: Yeah. So and they and he didn't charge me for mounting and balancing. Oh wow, it was that's all great deal. So I was. It's like a all-terrain based.
1: tire of some sort, or street um, tire, it's all a.
0: Season? It's not an all-terrain. It's the one just before that, but it's a ten-ply tire. Oh, that's so it's good. heavy duty, yeah. um, and and it's a really highly rated tire. Um, I mean, it would it would be over two hundred dollars a tire. Oh wow! You know, for and I paid through significantly spare, less yeah. than that.
1: So <clears throat> let me yeah. know what you what you, what you find out or what they recommend when you take it back. I've always read that. Having a full size spare, I don't have full size spare on either of mine. Which I, oh, it's a, it's just an inconvenience right now. I don't have the carriers. I don't have the spot for it. So, but I often think I know that I should, mm-hmm. and one day I'm going to really wish that I would have. You yeah. know, because yeah. if I put something on my spare on my truck, I'm going to yeah. have this little donut, which will get you down the road a little bit. But it's not like okay, I'm good for the rest of this trip. No, uh, You know, so but they recommend with the five wheel mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. to rotate through so that right. your spare stays the same as all your other ones. So it's not like you mm-hmm. run your tires down and then you have your full spare mm-hmm. good to go. And then, you know, one day you have a yeah. all your other four tires are toast and you got one that's completely good. I think though, the so. thing
0: about that, that, that makes me wonder, cause my spare, the the wheel isn't the same mm. wheel. It's not a factory wheel. You no, know what I mean? It's a cheapo. Weird, yeah. So it'd look all weird. And so, um...
1: They'd have to actually take it off, and I don't know if they'd be willing to do that. No, but I don't but know. They say when you run five and a full size spare, you should just rotate that through. My with thinking all of
0: them. would be no. I just know my spare's good, and it's my
1: spare. You're also <laughs> you going to get longer tire life, yeah. Overall, yeah, because you're rotating them through. So over the course of time, that's true. One, will, they'll sit staggered with yep. fewer miles, so yep. you get longer. You know, maybe instead of forty five, you get fifty five. So yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they think, but you don't have the wheel, so does. Uh, yeah, yeah. so flat tire,
0: yep, flat tire, and which led to new tires, and that was so I spent my last day of vacation getting tires and actually helped my daughter. she needed some stuff in her car. so I was just I mean I just ran errands and did things that I needed to do, but um, but yeah, so I got that done, but part of the fun of traveling on the road, right is road food. Mm hmm. Right. And,
1: and <laughs> road snacks. We had some awesome road food. Yeah. Oh. Well, we had so much food left. I know. At least I had so much food left over. I had <laughs> crackers and hummus and yeah. I had candy and I had pepperonis. Yeah. And I mean, to me,
0: it is a given that you're going to pull over and get some fast food. Or if there's like a spot that, you know, a, n- a notable
1: spot. That you're going through, mm-hmm. you're gonna hit that. Were you thinking about that spot before I hit the turn signal to go into it? Did, had you noticed it? I had noticed it. I oh. did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: coming back, a little little BK stop. Yeah. Oh man, two for two, Whopper.
1: two for five. Flame broiled. I still think it's the mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it is.
0: Um. So anyway, that was. I just feel like that is like our camping trip in a nutshell right uh obviously
1: we talked a bit about it last episode uh in the in the rain um check it out 209 is live from our camp where Mm -hmm. you can hear how much it's raining (laughs) yeah the whole time and and i just love how you kept asking do you think they can hear the do you think
0: they can hear the rain and i'm like (laughs) uh, yeah they can (laughs) yeah anyway um i'm thirsty though what do you say we get some coffee Welcome to Camp Coffee. Camp Coffee. So um, this has been a fun. This is so we do a lot of coffee, and I've, fancy coffee. I've received feedback, okay, from people, and I wouldn't call it negative or positive. It's more of an observation. They're like, "Gosh, mm. you guys really do a lot of coffee stuff. You let me, you must really like it." And. Mm. To me, I, I just look at them kind of with a deadpan you know, stare of like, yeah. obviously, yeah. <laughs> like I'm alive. Coffee, <laughs> I love coffee. Started out with coffee. I'm also an adult. Yeah, so <laughs> I like coffee. Need coffee. Um, anyway, yes, we do like coffee. Um, today we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take the coffee snobbery and we're gonna set it aside because you know what. Uh, we are, we've we've set it aside once before when we did ubon. It's true, it's true. But we also upped the bar in that same episode with oh. scotch, right? With obon. Yeah, true. This is like full on. Just like, look. We're just stripping it back to the basics. Joe, yeah. instant coffee. To today we have.
1: This um, is not coffee for the, um, for being a connoisseur and in the enjoyment. This is almost really just. Coffee for effect here. Well, I I tend to agree. Okay. I tend to agree.
0: Um, it, I'm sure that the company would disagree with us. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but they don't sponsor us. So yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You know? <laughs> That's like any of those instant coffees. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you mentioned that yet. But like yeah. packets. There's a lot of packets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, Medaglia d'Oro, which, mm. which is, I
0: believe, that is Italian for... Gold medal, right? Based upon- Or the, medallion. The picture. Gold medallion. Yeah. Yeah, it's got the money, some money stuff on there. So it's um, in, it's espresso instant coffee.
1: Instant espresso. So they just take the bean and grind it up, and then it kind of blends <laughs> out. They got to add some other- I'm sure- Dissolving agent to I'm it. I'm sure there's a lot more. Actually, I think the
0: instant coffee is actually dehydrated coffee, and so you're reconstituting it. Oh, they'd hit coffee and then dehydrate it. That's, and then I, recons- okay. that's I think that how, how they sense. do it. I, I think Starbucks does um, with their Via, mm-hmm. they do a combination of ground bean plus uh, re rehydrating co- or dehydrated coffee. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard anyway. That's just interesting. Hearsay. I don't. Okay. I can't verify it. Anyway, it's just simple. Take uh you know six to eight ounces of water. Throw in a teaspoon. Okay. You, have do you know coffee. where this came from.
1: What store? Not what country or what store, yeah. Just a regular, any old regular store?
0: Yeah, I believe this was the old Fred Meyer. Okay. Right up here. And then
1: what are the ingredients?
0: Let me see here. Uh,
1: It doesn't have ingredients. Any Any tasting notes or any sort of like inspiration for what you're going to get out of this jar? This is what they write. Let's hear it. A blend
0: of imported espresso coffees. Double roasted for that traditional espresso coffee flavor. Usually, unusually rich, aromatic, and delicious. Mm. That's all. There is no contents of like, this is what's in it. So I think it would be like coffee. Coffee. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Fair enough. I'm but it is turn. it is powdery, you know. Um, so here we go. Oh, well, like, well, yeah. It's, it's like a hot. fine, it's black very, sand. very fine. Thing, yeah. Which is why I think it's actually just dehydrated coffee. Mm. Instant coffee to me all has a flavor that's similar. And I don't know what that flavor is. It's kind of... The only thing you can say is it tastes instant. You know what I mean? It kind of... Coffee tastes like instant. It smells like instant.
1: It's kind of like when this ice tastes like freezer.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Man... It's raining again today, and you, I can hear it on the shop roof. I don't know if you guys can, but. Mm. <sighs> you yeah. know what, though? For camping, not that we're camping, this this would suffice. Yeah. Now, we have different. I brought an AeroPress to the camping trip, and we made really great coffee. But if you're backpacking, this mm-hmm. would be
1: awesome yeah. if you need coffee. It would be one of those that you just repackage into something that's not breakable. Yeah. Ziploc and mm-hmm. go for it. Plastic spoon. Bad. I don't know if I mentioned it. I did catch a little bit of a cold right before we went camping, and so I spent some time kind of staying warm and going to bed a little early, catching a catching a granddad. And uh, but I do not have my full taste and smell back, so mm-hmm. I'm a little clouded there. But it tastes, tastes like you can't water. tell her taste or smell. I can. It's just clouded. Okay. <laughs> like a like when you have a cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? I know. I think that's what's funny is
0: like they say what are the symptoms of COVID is you can't t- taste anything or smell anything. I'm like, that's
1: cold. That's like when you that's get a what cold. you have a cold. Which yeah, <laughs> which is similar. So I have an instant thermometer. So I've been taking my th- mm-hmm. temperature every. Yeah. You know, every time I freak out, which is every seven, <laughs> eight minutes or so, I feel but different. I'm <laughs> consistently down in the yeah. ninety-seven, ninety-eight range. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, I'm good. But I can't taste this a lot, which is So it's fine, right? It's yeah. just warm beverage. Tastes like warm warm water. Does warm it coffee. taste coffee ish at all? Tastes a little yeah, it does taste a little coffee. It tastes a little thicker than warm water. Okay, that's should be accurate. It's pretty hot. Mine's cooled off pretty good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It doesn't have too much of a bitter taste, which is nice. Mm-mm. Oftentimes, that place... Yeah, it's flies. kind of toasty. I, yeah. I'll say that.
0: It tastes toasty. Um, so I'm going to give this...
1: Uh, okay, so if a five-star rating... we got to come up with our own thing. So we you could do. do stars or thumbs. You could do... How about tents? Three, three and Hammocks. a half tents. Hammocks. Hammocks would be good, yeah. Three and a half jigs. <laughs> How, three okay. and a half fish. I think tents is universal tenths? for what we're doing. Okay.
0: Uh, so so if, if, uh, if five tenths is like, people are going to misunderstand
1: that we're saying tenths. Uh, tenths. Five tenths? Five hammocks. They're like, that's not enough tenths. Yeah. It needs to be ten <laughs> five tenths. Five tenths is only halfway. <laughs> hammocks. Okay. Hammocks. hammocks will be our rating system. Okay.
0: So our rating system is hammocks. We just decided it.
1: So we could do this for Make all, all of so. our yeah. uh, beverages in the camp cooler mm-hmm. or snacks.
0: Everything we rate yeah. will be given a hammock rating. Um, I love this. This is good. This just was born organically. That is nice. Okay, so I would give this um, three hammocks out of five.
1: Three hammocks. Yeah. Now, when comparing it to regular coffee, or is this like in the realm of instant coffees?
0: Oh, good, good point. Good point. Um, I would say just in the realm. I was just thinking in the realm of coffee down and dirty. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it would be unfair to give it two two hammocks. Okay. Could see that. Yeah. But the distance between three and four might be farther than just another hammock. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. It might, it might take a bit. To so you're saying
1: there. three hammocks then for this? Three hammocks. That's my... That's my just like you're giving it a, a D, a 60%, <laughs> three-fifths, <laughs> six-tenths, D. Yeah. But when you say three hammocks, like, that's pretty yeah. good. Uh-huh. So there you go. Huh. Medaglia d'Oro. That's good. Okay, well maybe in the future we'll do another one we'll uh, yeah. compare and contrast. Yeah. So All right. Camp Coffee.
0: Okay, Aaron. So as okay. I was yep. as Bryce. I was thinking about what are we gonna talk about today? <laughs> yeah. Felt like we just
1: did a podcast. I did. We're and still edit Chad's still editing.
0: Just you know, a peek behind the curtain, you guys. Um, you know, we, we try to, we try to share the load when it comes to coming up with what we're going to talk about. And it was my turn <laughs> and, and I was having, I was blocking, <laughs> you know, I had nothing. And so, uh, I'm, I was just, I kept thinking about, I found myself going back to our camping trip okay. and I kept thinking about, man, I still would like to be there and what could we have done? Mm. And, and it was just fun. It was a good weekend, right? Yeah. So I just was like, well, how can we keep talking about this? And and I got to thinking of what what eventually led to us leaving was the fact that we came there with a single purpose, and that was to steelhead fish.
1: And nap. Du- and, dual, dual purpose. Dual purpose,
0: sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Always dual purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but we... we fish. S- we fishing essentially, was out of the picture. Yeah, fishing was way off the table. Yeah. Couldn't even think about it. We would be idiots if we did. Uh, and so the only choice was to nap in the rain or go home. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, well, that's because we didn't come prepared probably to do other stuff. Right. Yeah. I only brought the gear for fishing, yeah. you know? And so that I was like, okay, let's talk about what to do when you're camping in the rain, what activities are, are possible, mm. you know, cause some people would be looking at the forecast going, I'm not going camping this weekend. It's going to be rainy. Yeah. Well, um, here Here's some things that I came up with that that I think are just considerations,
1: right, yeah, and so please some things that sound fun to you to do in the rain, or you could see doing with the family in the rain
0: yeah, yeah and and you know they may not be high on my list of fun but but they're <laughs> but they're options right okay some of them are are definitely more fun so so to actual like in rain activities, obviously, we kind of. Preach the uh, the doctrine of be prepared, right? And come with waterproof material, mm-hmm. not cotton. Zach, go <laughs> go buy yourself some base. He did layers. pretty good though. What did he, he did. end
1: up with? Like seventeen bottles of the waterproofing spray that he just sprayed everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on, including his cotton socks, and dude. he's wearing a jacket that I was like, dude, how is that thing not soaked through? But he'd sprayed it with so much water <laughs> repellent. He was all right. (laughs) He did. He had asked. He's like, "Hey guys, what should I do
0: about this?" I sent him an article that I found about waterproofing material, like sprays. And he went. He read it, and I'm like, "Gosh, this is actually a cool article." Um, He took that, went to the store, bought like eight cans or something. He
1: bought out like two different stores. He said,
0: (laughs) (laughs) "Used it all, so it worked." Stay dry, <clears throat> but stay dry so so um one thing that I would say is, is take a walk in the rain, mm. you get your boots on, get your rain gear, and um it's fun with kids, it's fun with adults it's I think it's an awesome activity, yeah um I don't
1: know where does where does it land for you like how do you what do you think of that? It's good by me as long as you're you're prepared and you're dry and you got the stuff I mean even before you can put your boots on, you got to remember to bring your boots. <laughs> right. that's where i may have gone wrong <laughs> i may have left him at the front door i had some bootish shoes but not the rain rain poop ones. yeah so i'm good with it you know i mean i got ec- yeah. layers for layers and uh you throw it on if it just it would be great i uh you know mm-hmm. is it the same as going you know for a hike when you're looking at everything in the plants mm-hmm. no probably not but it's cool in its own way well, you know, just watching the water collect on things yeah. and, and drain through things is neat. We had we had some currents in our puddles at the campground <laughs> that we know. noticed. We were watching the bubbles. You know, we had such a great time camping. We we're watching the bubbles in the puddles at our campground. <laughs> we're just selling this. along. We're and, selling it. I mean, you could also bring like some little miniature. Uh, like bathtub toys, yeah, like a little sailboat, races. right? And you could have a sailboat race in the puddles in your campground. So or you can find a little creek that's just running down the road, and you could have a little yeah, race. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Build a little, why did you build rafts, right?
1: Build oh, little boats. Yeah. Well, and one thing but Also, cool, you could bring like popsicle sticks. Yeah. And you could build rafts with glue. Yeah. And then you could race them. Down down, down the, the stream. Down the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> Playing, just get, get out of the gutter. <laughs> that yeah. would be fun for me. I think that'd be great.
0: Yeah, because an, another thing that's cool about when you're hiking around in the rain and stuff like that is that there are creatures that come alive and, and get very active when it's wet and rainy that would normally be hiding under logs or under mm-hmm. different things. So it's like you got your frogs and your salamanders and, and just like little creatures, that, you know, snails and all those things come out in full force when it's yeah. super rainy. and. To them, it's their paradise. And so it's it's kind of cool to see different creatures yeah, and like the mosses and to see how moss actually absorbs and filters water. It's fascinating. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And so it's, I, I don't know, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and actually, as you're hiking in um, a forest and you're underneath the canopy, it's actually a lot of times way drier yeah. in there than you think it would be because the trees are doing their job, and everything just sort of filters down. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway, so that's one thing. That'd be fun, yeah. Uh, I would say that water sports are not all the way out. Depending on what time of year, what the temperature is, you can kayak, canoe, stand-up paddleboard, that kind of thing.
1: What your equipment is.
0: Yeah, whatever your flotation deal is, right? And, um, you know, obviously, if you're on a, a river, not not always a safe option in the rain with, with rising water levels, but if it's like a lake, um, you know, that is another thing of, I feel like just what the water sounds like when rain is hitting it, it is, it's like you're sitting inside of one of those
1: sound machines. Mm -hmm. It's the coolest. The water's like it's actually raining up from the lake. Yes. That's really cool. It looks like it is, yeah. right?
0: Because everything the drops hit and then you have the drops come back up. It's the coolest.
1: I saw this thing on the computer the other day. It was like a somewhere in China it was a, like an aquarium. Yeah. And it had an escalator that like people were going down, 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 and then they went into the water and it was encased. Oh and they went down in the water and then could see all of the wildlife around them. That was super really neat. cool. I would like to do that. That's yeah. my bucket list now. To go to that specific well one. not that one but anyone, anyone. You, anyone anywhere where you can be in the water mm-hmm. with the species
0: yeah dude that's pretty cool but
1: yeah kayak in stand up I don't know you'd have to be pretty extreme to stand up paddleboard in some cold wet weather but well know, I, I mean prepared. if you're
0: still if you're wearing gear you yeah. know and you're and you're confident in your ability you know where wear, yeah. wear your PFd because um, if you were to fall in and you got a clothes on it's pretty bad but you know wear your life jacket so I mean and this one goes without Without saying, but for since we'll since this is a podcast and it's about talking, we'll we'll mention it. (laughs) We'll say it anyway. Fishing, I mean, oh, (laughs) obviously, yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know. I
1: mean, there's certain times where you can't because the water's so high and and muddy. Yeah, there's just no fishing. There's no bank. There's no nothing. There's yeah. There's no point. Right. Um. Again, a lake setting would. would Lake setting can be really great when the water gets a little. When the rain starts coming down a little bit, can, can bring the bite on and yeah. Well, and that's another thing. If there's no um threat of
0: thunder and lightning and the and you're fishing when rain comes on, that change in barometric pressure can really uh activate fish. So, uh and again, there's there's like, you know, different species that might be um swimming around the lake that you normally wouldn't uh see. And that might be partly due to less folks being on the water. Uh it yeah. just might be the creatures like, "Oh, this is our time to go out and mill around you know different ducks and birds and you know stuff like that so
1: it's worth noting that all of these uh things we're talking about are enhanced by the fact that there's fewer people around <laughs> so with the rain oh, there's yeah. less people yeah so you might be on a lake you know on a paddleboard where you got hundreds of people in summertime you can go out in a rainy day off season and yeah. have the whole place to yourself and it can be magical yeah absolutely agree
0: um, and so uh, we did this last weekend. Um, you can still have a campfire. You have to be strategic about it. You have to be good at yeah. fire making and managing it. have to have dry wood. Got to have dry wood. Um, and I mean, there probably is a point where, okay, it's just raining too hard for the fire to keep up.
1: But we kept it running the most of the time. We, we really heavy, did. Heavy good. rains. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think sometimes, like you say, you got to be strategic about it and how you build it. Mm-hmm. You also might need some other things. You might need some more fire starter. You might need some fat wood. Um, you can might you, need some,
0: some gasoline. Can you expand diesel. on fat wood? Because I didn't know what that was until this weekend. So I learned
1: something from you guys. So fat wood is like a pitchy. The, the stuff Zach had is. You can buy it, you know, online or by Mart or Fred Meyer or whatever mm-hmm. um, in a little box. It's in the fire starter barbecue section. Yeah. So when a tree. Naturally, is toppled Mm -hmm. through like wind. Not the whole root ball, but like it breaks. You Mm -hmm. know, for some reason, wind, lightning, whatever. Um, Not necessarily disease, but the root structure will not know that the top is gone. So it will keep pushing up all of the pitches and the sap and the nutrients Mm -hmm. to grow the tops of the tree. Yeah, but it has nowhere to go, so it just collects in that. Stump area. Yeah. So when you're out hiking sometime and you see a tree that's that's fallen naturally, you can oftentimes harvest your own fat wood. Wow. Right from that stump, and then you know you, you get a bundle size, you know, about a football, a couple feet long, and that'll last you years. You know, yeah. but it has just such a high resinous pitch, yeah. sort of. Tar. You can literally light it with a with a match like or a like a, a lighter or something. Yeah. I was impressed, and that stuff burns a long time. Yeah, so I like to take it, instead of taking the big chunks, I'll take it and I'll <coughs> baton it, mm-hmm. use a knife, and then cut it down into real smaller than a pencil size piece, mm-hmm. and then I'll just stack and build my fire that way and start with that. Okay. On top of, I like to build a fire from the top down, so especially mm-hmm. when it's wet or snowy, mm-hmm. build a base, and then build your fire, and then put some more stuff on it, and then it burns up and it burns down, and it's kind of like the, I like the hands-off technique for a fire. Invest mm-hmm. your time and energy. Set it, forget it. Ron Popeil method. Set it, set it, and, and forget, forget it. it. And then, like you, then you <laughs> go about your stuff. So, like you, yeah. instead of having to babysit your fire, you can go cook dinner. Or you can go yep. set your tent up. Yeah. So, yeah. So I thought that was a cool little
0: uh, thing, and and maybe I'm the one that's slow to the to the game in that one. But Fatwood, I had never heard of. Fatwood's so, good. So buy good. it, add it to your kit, throw yeah. it in all your stuff. So and th- and I think too, like just having fire, it it just. It's, it brings cheer. It raises people's mm-hmm. spirits. You know, it um, it adds warmth to the, you know, everything. And it's just, it's nice to have. Yeah, it's
1: hugely psychological, you yes. know, especially we talk about it in some of the psychology of survival classes that I talk about. It's yeah. not, it's psychological benefits of uh, animal deterrent. Warmth, you know, semblance of everything's all right here is huge. You know, same with food. You don't really need it. Oftentimes in the summer you might not need a fire, but it's reassuring and it's beneficial. So fires are great. Yeah. So that's kind of stuff. I mean, obviously we could
0: chase every possibility down of the stuff you could still do outside and in the rain and everything. Um, But, you know, a lot of people are going to hunker down. They're going to maybe if they're in a trailer, they're going to be in the trailer or in the tent or or if they're in canopies or whatever or uh, under canopies. Um, so obviously um, you get to like card games, board games, those kinds mm. of things. You know, I don't know if you have a favorite of those kinds of things, but for like kind of in that category, I like dice games. Yeah, like 10,000. 10, yeah. I like
1: pass the pigs. That's one of my favorites. So I don't I know them. that one. It's just two little pig pig figurines. Yeah, and like you roll them, and the way that they either stand or land on their side, or what oh. is a dot, or if they're touching or whatever. Um, I like them because they're for backpacking or something. Mm-hmm. Super lightweight. You can just throw it in something. You don't have to take anything. Make your notes on whatever for oh. keeping score. Yeah, but they're just these two little. Pig figurines, Pass the Pigs is a really cool one. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Golf so. with uh, cards is another one. Uh-huh. And then I had a I had a cribbage board. In the, I usually keep more um, games in the camper, but I pulled some of them out. The only one I had in there was cribbage, and that wasn't really a three-person game, so I didn't bust it out. So
0: cribbage is an interesting one. I It's one of those games that I forget that I enjoy it. I never want to play it, but once I'm playing it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool. You Know what I mean? Yeah, and and uh, I remember learning, uh, we were camping or no, not camp, cabining somewhere, and um, anyway, they were playing and loving it and having fun. And I'm like, hey, teach me how to play this. They're like, they looked at me like, you don't know how to play cribbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope, because <laughs> I was a dad, I was, ma- I mean, I didn't, yeah, I, you know, again, it's I it takes a bit for me to slow down to that l- speed, mm, usually. Yeah. Um, when I'm outside it's like no there's a lot
1: of things we could be doing right yeah now. I like the i really especially love the variety of the cribbage boards you can get <laughs> yeah where me they're too. they're made into like a an ant ant elk antler or yeah. something or yeah. carved into the shape of like a fish and I was kind of traumatized number of twenty years ago I had some roommates out of college where they would just play cribbage all the time and that's not necessarily the most fun game to listen to <laughs> when you're not playing because it's like Fourteen four, fourteen two. <laughs> yes, 31, thirty one, fourteen four, and it's like what? I don't know what you're doing. That is exactly fun to play, right? I used that's probably why I didn't <laughs> want to learn because I'm like, this sounds really dumb, sounds boring. Yeah. Fourteen two, fourteen four. <laughs> I don't even know if those numbers are right. It might be like fifteen two. 15, yeah, I,
0: I think it's that something like that. But but anyway, um. So and, and so this brings me to board games. Um, <laughs> there, I'm not a big board game guy. Um, and there's, uh, I used to go to a camp, uh, when I was younger and, uh, we would, there was family camps and stuff like that. And, and about the time that this one game came out, I'm not a big world domination game guy. Mm. In fact, I would prefer to use them as fire starter than play them. <laughs> what world domination? Is yeah. Any game? games like that, where it's like, you oh. know, where it's, uh, you know, risk not, or oh, all that okay. garbage. Right. So the game Settlers of Catan. Yeah, I thought that's where you were going. That's exactly
1: where I'm going. It is the stupidest game on the face of the planet. We're going to lose listeners here, but that's (laughs) all right. I don't care. If if that's what you're into, fine, be it. We're not best buds. I give it zero hammocks. I don't want to. (laughs) Zero. I would agree. There's a train game that's kind of like that. Yes, I played trains. This this Christmas, I played the train game. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So here, I think we talked about this. Certain people like the Strategery game yeah. because they play it all the time. Oh, yeah. They know how to play it, and yep. they think it's super fun to dominate this game that I don't <laughs> give two hammocks about. And it's like, I'm I'm like, can we do something interesting? Like, hey, hey, how about charades <laughs> or Pictionary or Scattergories? Right. How about something fun here? Right. Like, I don't want to play this game where you sit and think, and I just watch you, and then you uh. say... Oh, it's your turn, and I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what?
0: What am I supposed to be doing? Or, or this is where I they lose me so fast. I don't care, and so I just move. I just do do stuff, and I <laughs> ruin do. the game. I ruin it for people, right? And, and they're like, you can't do that, you know. And I'm like, why? Is there a rule against this? Well, no.
1: That's not. The well, then I guess I
0: can. Yeah, but if you do that, then he's... It's like, you guys, I don't care. Where you
1: just upend the whole table. Yeah. I'm done.
0: And I remember, like, finally I got to the point where I was like, you guys, stop inviting me to play this game. I will ruin it. We need one more player. No, I will ruin your game. And so finally, I did. Because I was like, on purpose, I
1: sabotaged <laughs> the whole game so they would stop inviting did me. Did you... Oh, man. That uh, so that reminds me of a couple of things. I was up in Canada with some friends and we were playing that train game, yeah, or some other. Th- it doesn't matter. They're <laughs> it all. It the does doesn't matter. matter. They're all the same. <laughs> some other game. Yeah, and I cheated, not knowingly, but I just didn't know how to play, <laughs> and I didn't really care how to play. I still lost, so I was like, that wasn't even fun. But this is important because with these types of games, you're probably not going to want to take that to a rainy campground because the yeah. air is so full of moisture. Everything yeah. gets damp. Yeah. So it does bring up, you know, like dice. Dice are probably better than cards. Yeah. You know, a puzzle's probably not a great idea, mm-hmm. but things that are Jenga might be a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Cribbage might be a fun one. These yeah. things that are going to yeah. hold up well. Well, and like cards, like if you, playing cards, like whatever,
0: they're a buck or two, a pack, right? So you're like, hey, these are our camping ones, whatever. Right? Yeah. But like- but, like, specific card games or game cards that go with games, board games,
1: you'd have to buy a new pack. Yeah. It would be a hassle. I got a game called The Ten Essentials. That's a really fun game. I was going to bring oh, that up. Did we play you, that at the beach? Well, or? let's see.
0: I think, wait. No, you pulled out some cards when we were at camp and you asked a couple of questions. Oh, what the, was that?
1: My Intent cards. They're just kind of like cards that facilitate... Conversation where it doesn't feel like one person is like digging and pressing into other people, but it kind of yeah starts conversations. So that was one of my things was um, like cards that that
0: prompt conversation and and kind of you know get the get the stuff going. Um, Those were
1: fun. Yeah, dude, I think it's really cool that we found common ground on something. Yeah, here's so I I thought of another thing about the the game. You know, because everybody's like (laughs) game night. I love a game night. Mm -hmm. Games love games. I just don't like the ones you play when you host a game night. So next time oh. I get next time I get an invitation or an invite to yeah. like game night, yeah, I'm gonna reply. Maybe are you done <laughs> playing the stupid games I don't like? What are you <laughs> playing? I know. Is this gonna be fun games? You... Or Is this gonna be where you just sit here and furrow your brow and like think about the next move? Yeah. No it's... conversation because you're thinking. <laughs> yes, it's Boring. the
0: it's the RSVP with the pending. I w- I don't play these games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is Pictionary on the board? Scrabble, even I love, I love Scrabble. Yeah,
0: Scrabble's a fun one. Yeah, Boggle. I like Boggle's Boggle. Boggle's a good one. Um, get, you know, get the words. You <clears> know, your brain <throat> going thinking of words. Um, if you have cats, cats
1: really enjoy playing Boggle. <laughs> that shaker noise <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really gets them excited. Oh my gosh! So maybe we could do like maybe we could figure out some way sometime if we ever do a, a BCP event or a virtual hangout or something mm-hmm. we could do like a virtual game night that would be fun with the ones that don't suck with
0: with not yeah (laughs) these games don't it'll always be like three hammocks or more yeah
1: (laughs) three hammocks or more i agree i love it okay that's really good games
0: okay so obvious and again this is another obvious one um but i think it's worth talking about snacking yeah rain does not slow me down
1: no around the snacks you brought some really good chocolate snacks i did I don't know if we talked about those last episode we d- or we got them afterward, but no. those little jelly things, <laughs> yeah. chocolate jelly bars. Oh, you guys! There's nothing more time. fun than
0: bringing a snack that the rest of camp goes. Oh,
1: These are good, yeah. you know.
0: It's so good, so good. Um, <laughs> well, well we snack. we didn't even get into all my snacks because I had brought some. For a dessert to make that I'll I'll save for, um, we'll do it in a camp kitchen. Yeah, Chad
1: was telling me about that when he was editing. He said, you guys never got to the dessert. Am I missing a file? And (laughs) I said, no, we never got to the dessert. Yeah. Sorry, Chad. Sorry to be confusing. Mm. So
0: that's always, like, it's just no-brainer. You know, in cooking, it's like, when there's nothing else to do, it's like, you may as well hunker down and eat, you know? Keep that metabolism ripping.
1: (laughs) So... Um, now I see on this list PJs. I added in here, this is not real, this is not, I don't think people would, uh, consider this fun, but it's something you can do out of the rain that I really enjoy. Is I, I get a Weary chance to PJs. wear my cotton PJs <laughs> because I typically don't ever wear them activity wise. Right, right. But when I go to sleep in a dry camper, I yeah. wear my cotton l- l- base layers, yeah. long underwears. I and I really do it. It. they're so comfortable, yeah, I yeah, see I why do people love to wear them. yeah, they're cotton solid. is
0: amazing, it's just in the it's better in the dry, yeah, yeah, that's awesome, um, so another in the game kind of realm of so this is in the category I would put like group games or like games you might play around a table, no cards involved, no, no you don't need anything um yeah. there was the same group of people that used to play um. Settlers of Catan that I'm talking about also taught me a game and I can't remember what they called it. I think they called it murder but um, online it was called like Winking Assassin. Okay. And that's where it's like basically there's an assassin assigned and you wink at somebody and they die and somebody's assigned to be in like the I don't know whatever the the detective and asks people and it's anyway. I don't know, but I've heard of it. Yeah. It sounds fun. It, it, with the right group of people, it it can be fun. Yeah. You, you
1: also need buy-in, you know, yeah. by everybody. And so it's kind of a game you're playing while you're also just having conversation, right? It's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're totally moving to game time now. It's Right. Like, it's, okay.
0: it is, there's conversations going around and, <clears throat> um, you know, that's kind of what makes this game. Work because you get lost in conversation, which gives the murderer or the assassin Mm. a chance to wink at somebody without being detected because you're talking about whatever
1: else is funny. So you can't get too into your conversation, you got to keep that situational awareness up.
0: Yeah, and you see everybody's personalities come out because you know, you have the like super paranoid people that want to figure it out. Yeah, they're just like always watching, not participating in the conversation, not taking the food, snacks that are passed around. They're just like. I'm gonna figure this out, right? Yeah, and, and which is funny because then they're giving themselves away that they're not they're not that a, person, oh. right? So it's like, oh well, you're just helping. Yeah, you know. Anyway, ah. that's a good one. We will have to look that up. I got to write that one down. Uh, two truths we'll and a, a lie. Link.
1: We'll get Chad to put a link to that.
0: <laughs> I like the the two truths and a lie can be fun. A lot of these like group games are very dependent on your company. Um, some company it just doesn't work with, um, yeah, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but uh, also, like, it's just time, like, sitting around, not much else to do. You're kind of held captive by the weather. Um, you got snacks on the table. Just telling stories, right? Oh, and, yeah. like, reminiscing. And so, again, if you're at the right group of people, telling stories of what's been going on or what's, you know, remember this trip or one time this and that. That's That can be fun. But sometimes, though, it, you can forget that. The conversation aspect of camping, that sitting around camp, you can forget about that unless sometimes you're forced into it by weather or mm. circumstances, right? So I think that's kind of fun. Just get too busy with your activity. and Yeah. How about making music? Mm. Do, you, do you play any instruments? <laughs> You've mentioned. I can play the... Armpit fart. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody grab a water jug, dump it out.
1: <laughs> um guitar a little bit, uh mandolin, just a, a even lesser amount. Then I have a uh harmonica yes. that I enjoy. I also have my that's what I should have brought is my Native American flute. See, I, have that. I was I really hoping like for that. Because you had you had mentioned this on a
0: previous episode, and I'm like, I can't wait to go camping with Aaron. He busts out a flute. Yeah.
1: I should have brought that. That's a good one. It's uh yeah. It's the it has the Native American sound. It's really cool. I got it because I heard somebody playing it across a lake and I was like, That's cool. So I got one when I was driving through eastern Oregon one time in a little custom like art furniture sort yeah. of shop and yeah. And carved. That was cool. <laughs> how about how about you? You I, play some guitars. I play stuff, the guitar yeah? a
0: little bit. Um each year it becomes less and less, but I can pick one up and play a few chords anyway. Yeah. Um but uh and, and I I have I'm not like some crazy, you know, savant when it comes to music, but I have a musical ear, and so I can pick up any instrument. And once I learn how to make the sound mm-hmm. that it makes, I can, I can sort of pick my way through like hmm. simple tunes, um, which can be really entertaining, probably to me, but maybe not anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anyway, I've got a story about remember Y two K back in the old yeah. days um i in band back in high school so before y2k way before uh i played the clarinet okay and this was again blamed my mom still to this day
1: for tricking me into that because i wanted to play the trumpet see i want to play the saxophone but you couldn't get there until a certain grade and so it's like well play this one you'll get ready for it that was my number two choice okay
0: and so she tricked me with the clarinet leading into saxophone and it's that is that's baloney (laughs) I am editing myself so hard right
1: now. I think that's terrible. I mean, the only way to get fewer girls than carrying around your clarinet case yeah, is carrying around f- your flute case. Flute. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm in the band. Yeah. Ch- check yeah. out my little box. Look at my case. What is that, <laughs> for your
0: pencils? <laughs> yeah. So I actually was really good at the clarinet. and um, But anyway, I quit playing. And and Y two K comes around. Fast forward, mm-hmm. and I was up in Seattle. Me and my my new wife. Uh, we hadn't been married very long. So and
1: just to clarify, same wife, same wife, but new at the time. New at the time, yes, okay. not my new <laughs> wife.
0: <laughs> like I have a new one now. But we she we hadn't even been married uh, a year yet, right? Because we got married in ninety nine in the summer. And so here it is coming up on year two thousand is going to end. And anyway, long story short, I. I end up with a clarinet. That's not mine. It's borrowed. And I figure out how to play O Lang Syne. Oh, nice. Oh. And so we walked from where we were to this place called Kelly Park. And they were going to watch the fireworks and everything. And I brought along this thing. And people were <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Playing all Lang Syne. like dude, a dude walking down the street with yeah. a clarinet. It was hilarious. Oh, uh, that's awesome. I got on the news. What? Playing the clarinet on Y2K. No way. Yeah. You have that clip somewhere? No. It's before all that. I'm oh, so bummed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it but bummer. dude, that was so awesome. And like all of a sudden, because I'm playing, there's people are dancing around. All of a sudden, huge like bright lights in my face and this news reporter is right there and i'm like dee, dee, what, dee, dee.
1: <laughs> where were you at kelly park Is up portland or something oh up no? in seattle
0: seattle up okay. in seattle yeah my friend went to spu up there and, and gotcha. so he was still living up there after after college
1: maybe we can recreate something like that for breaking camp podcast <laughs> and like the user submitted news yeah. send it in go viral
0: dude It was awesome. Dress up like Sasquatch. Famous before you got famous, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's fun. Do you still remember how to play it?
0: Oh, I could figure it out. I have a clarinet somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I could figure it out.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, so
0: music could be fun. I mean, and if you had some musical folks around, that could be awesome. Yeah. I'm just not, like, that good.
1: Um, So, how about arts and crafts? Love arts and crafts. Yeah. I have a little paint sort of kit and some pads of paper in there i don't do much knitting no my so amy my my old wife your old (laughs) wife
0: yeah (laughs) same wife um no she knits and she's awesome at it yeah and crochets and she has uh she crocheted for a long time and she taught herself to knit and she's getting really good where she's making socks now that you would not be able to tell that they're not store-bought they are fancy nice socks yeah those are some really cool socks <laughs> yeah she she's so good at it, so I also saw she make some mittens. she did, so yeah, when the bernie stuff uh came out, she was like i wanna i wanna make some bernie uh mittens, and she did and gave a pair to her brother um and just he's he's like the perfect guy, he just would see the humor in it and everything, um, but they looked amazing, they were great, yeah, they were awesome, so I placed my order. You did. (laughs) Yeah, and she, I think she's,
1: I know she started one. Oh, cool. So. um, Pretty neat. Yeah, knitting, any stuff like that. I mean, I think there's just a, it's like woodworking or something, doing something with your hands or making steelhead yarnies or tying flies or whatever. You get doing something with your hands and then you're kind of occupied there and your mind can go and either think or you can have conversation. Yeah. But still do a thing. So. Yeah.
0: yeah, like, you know, if you're into, like, carving on sticks and whittling and whatnot. Who isn't into carving in sticks?
1: <laughs> Zach had some of those uh, fire stick things in all of his camp stuff. But if not, we were going to make the um those cheesy bread stick things yeah. that I made. I yeah. was just going to grab some sticks, and we were going to have a little whittling time. Oh, there's sticks everywhere.
0: Oh, yeah, and make our own roasting sticks. Yeah. yeah. So that's a... Well, that's fun. Because you whittle some stuff, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I used to do it for a living. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, whittling teeth, if you will. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I've, I, I, uh, I have a little carving kit, like with my different knives and.
1: I have thought about getting into like making spoons. That's really cool. You see people doing that. I know people that do it. But how many more wood spoons do I need? Because I have hmm. a bunch that I buy for a nickel yeah. at garage sales. <laughs> I don't know if I, but maybe, maybe the reward would be in the activity itself and, well, gif- and gifting.
0: I think the thing about spoons is, is it the spoons or is it the cup thing? What is a cup thing called where you like, people carve cups out of wood and they backpack with them? There's like, a, there's a, I can't remember
1: the name of oh, it. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I haven't heard of this.
0: Uh, it, to me, it's it gets a little dangerous when you're dealing with curved surfaces, and
1: you know, I don't know. It's well, they have those specific tools for that to make the like. You can buy a kit, yeah, yeah, yeah. to make the spoon. Oh, and it I has see. like different angles on all these little blade things. Gotcha. Not just pocket knife whittling. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I used to make like uh, made a couple like wood spirits. Um, you know, where you just grab a stick and then you start carving a face into it and like a voodoo doll <laughs> kinda. i mean there's no person attached to it oh, so okay so no it's just an elfie looking guy okay. <laughs> with a beard so
1: you were just making wooden things that you would just put up on a shelf
0: yeah or you stick it in a planter oh, that's or cool. you would leave no. it at camp for the next people yeah. to find oh you know? speaking fun.
1: of this was something that i did it's not on the list but you could collect rocks I did collect rocks. I collected rocks, too, while we were fishing. Yeah, me, too. On the hoe. There were some cool rocks on that water. Yeah,
0: right? It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I usually grab a handful of, like, fun-shaped rocks or colored rocks, you know, that are cool. Yeah, I was walking through the – I have a picture of you. and I'm going to share it with you. But um, it's not very close up, but it's a long, expansive bank of just these round river rocks that are, you know, about the size of our feet, you know. And – and you're walking across it, and it's just this cool picture. Oh, and man. then the river off to the side. But, um, but yeah, like, I was doing the same thing probably you were, where you're just walking, looking down. You're just down. walking,
1: looking down, <laughs> <Yeah>. yep.
0: <laughs> so it's like. And then you're standing somewhere looking up. <clears throat> yep. Walking, man. looking down. I'm telling you guys, if you have not been to the Olympic National Forest,
1: it is gorgeous. I think that it also speaks to you know looking for the beauty in where you are mm-hmm. as opposed to saying oh I wish it wasn't as rainy or, yeah right you know I wish the weather was better but like okay this is different but it's cool in a way and mm-hmm. how can I see it yep. through that lens yeah um I threw this one in for you my friend
0: actually there's two there's two that I put on this list oh, for you yeah um <clears throat> nap time
1: never heard of it <laughs> so uh, I love. Should we pause and just take a nap time right now? Right, like a group, like it'll. Like we'll a, just a, keep so, a social nap. We'll
0: keep rolling. Like yeah. we'll keep recording. I'll just, just have a s- have a snooze. We'll just kind of start talking. We'll real just kind of wait.
1: Need to grab a book. Yeah, get that out. Yeah, I'm start making some noises, and then I'll go to sleep. <laughs> that will be great. Yeah. So obviously, no, nap time is good. I I did grab a snooze. You guys went and drove down the Oil City Highway. Yeah, we we'd look for exploring looking for water that we can did you make it to the coast no
0: okay no um we it just was actually we did hit the end of the road um and it just ends <laughs> we're like oh, well wow. we're not going to the end of That's this right. one oh. yeah okay so we we turn around but um yeah. so you took a nap i had a little snooze mm-hmm. um and if you have service or if you have any sort of device with the uh, movies on it throw on a little movie Yeah, You know, now projectors are so cheap, Yeah, you know, and you can throw them up on the wall of a tent or you could, you know, it just could be kind of fun, something that you'd never do.
1: Yeah. Projectors are one of those things where they're both cheap and expensive. Like Mm -hmm. there's very cheap ones. Yes. And you can also get a $600 one, but Mm -hmm. you can also get a $25 one. Yeah. And so it's like, which one, um... Well, we got one for christmas or something do a review on that and do some hammock ratings
0: well and like you're not going for hd in that setting right no. you're just going for something to be on you probably know the movie already you've yeah. probably seen it a bunch of times and so it's just something kind of fun especially like if you have kids or something um you know you
1: can watch on the wall of the tent
0: yeah. like whoa cool you know they're in their sleeping bags and you give them treats kind of fun
1: that's pretty neat we'll, we'll oftentimes watch something when we're up in the snow or mm-hmm. it's dark and cold uh just put something on on the ipad yeah and then we'll use a little bluetooth speaker that we will set behind us because that's the problem with watching something on a device is you yes. can't turn it up high enough you right. can't hear it right but if you were watching a screen your eyes work fine or well enough to see something but you put the sound right behind you you don't have to blow out the campground it's a great idea and you get the surround sound and you can hear it really well oh, so that's, that's kind of great neat idea to do.
0: yeah love that
1: so uh how about reading and writing reading and write it. I did some reading I didn't do much writing just cuz things were a little little everything was a little damp but yeah made some notes on stuff I'm not a journaler Oh huh. I'm I never have been
0: um so if I wrote it would be like I'm I need to write or I, or I'm right telling a story or something but you you doing some planning Planning yeah but I would n- probably never plan while I'm camping hmm. cuz that to me
1: is work. Planning is work. You're not work. in that mode. See, yeah. I oftentimes like the dump of the like, I'm in a space where I'm not pressured in time or any other activity uh-huh. and I can just clear out this backload of stuff. Huh. And so whether it's a to-do yeah. list or whether it's something like that, but yeah, yeah, reading, I took a few books. I did some reading. Yeah. Um, I take my Kindle, which is nice because I could charge it one time and it lasts for yeah six weeks and yeah. then I got all a bunch of books in there. So yeah. I did not That's
0: read. Good. Um, but it's it's always something I think about.
1: i will be like, Oh
0: yeah, maybe later. <laughs> it never happens. Yeah. No, I, I do always, the same thing on vacation.
1: Yeah. Same I always thing. pull the book out and put it by where I'm gonna want to read it and just mm. never mm. not as frequently quite get around to it. Yeah. Um okay, this is for right. you, buddy. I, th- this is this is the one. I thought you already said this one. Is this a different no, one? This is the, oh, this, this is, is the it. big one. I this thought you gave one. it up earlier when you were saying you would have stayed. You would have taken the long way. No, I guess there's three things in this for you. Oh, okay, three.
0: That's it's a big episode. Yeah, for yeah me. growth is and all this kind of stuff. It's, yeah. it's a gift, my gift to you. All right. <clears throat> so it's rainy. You've done all the things, right? You've played the games. You're just still out of things to do. You know. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you're not that far from some sort of town, right? Okay. And what you find commonly on town in towns or on the outskirts of a town are these small roadside attractions. Whoa! Yeah, it's probably a museum, like the state's biggest cedar tree, like the state's biggest cedar. <laughs> wow so that would be something you could do on a day that it's just too bad weather to to be out in it yeah <clears throat> but what if you go down to the logging
1: museum in forks washington we weren't that far from it we could have we could have made it we we should have stayed stayed <laughs> the day gone up there to
0: if i would have the- thrown that out would you have been like okay we're toughing it out and we're gonna do it
1: <laughs>
0: where where were you on that
1: if we'd have had a vehicle that wouldn't have uh, required camp teardown, probably would have been good. Oh, right. Because both of us Both had of that. us on our rigs would have had to tear down camp. Mm-hmm. But that would have probably been the thing where it's like, eh, I don't want to. But other than that, yeah, if we'd have had a little yeah. tow-behind little Prius or, yeah. or Ford Focus or something. Let's get one for the big, yeah. for breaking camp. And <laughs> just do a big wrap on it. <laughs> yes. Yes, that would be Marketing sweet. expense. But that would have so been good. fun. Yeah, there's all sorts of these little things. That's why I like going to the little, not necessarily the, I don't go to the museum, but I'll go to the visitor center a lot and pick up a couple, of like, visitor guides or little brochures and right. stuff. Right, yeah. Because for the most part, <laughs> those things are about extreme adventure, skydiving, zip line, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Deep sea charter fishing. Right. But oftentimes, there's some gems in there for, like... Entry entry fee's a dollar seventy five, and they got a volunteer who shows up at eleven. And yeah, she's there till three thirty. You can check; those are my favorite. That is hilarious. I like the history of that. Well,
0: and I think it was funny as we were driving up there. You know, we uh, we all kind of had two way radios because you know iPhones aren't good enough. Yeah, <laughs> we the we talked about it a lot in the last episode. So, yeah. but we have the radios and Aaron's. Running commentary of the roadside
1: attractions. So many. Hey, guys. Another th- another fish hatchery. <laughs> I think that is why, the part of why I love taking uh, the the beaten path. What are they? The road the, less traveled. The road less traveled, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the small country road. Yeah. Because I'm head on a swivel. <laughs> what is going on? What is all this stuff? On a freeway, huh. I'm just so bored, mm-hmm. and I'm straight down the road. Yeah. I'm one... One speed, nothing to look at. Everybody's driving like a jerk around me, <laughs> going really fast, and I'm just mm-hmm. nothing to see. But I take a country road, and there's just head-on so everywhere I look. Oh, look I at could, that. Look at that. Look at that. Let's stop. Look at I that. could tell by how
0: you were not able to stay in your lane, that you were looking at things. Oh, when I was driving? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, man. I'm, I'm like, me? hey, buddy. Watch yeah. the road. <laughs> you see your... Everything jerks over, mm-hmm. like, oh, he was reaching for something or looking oh, at yeah. something, you know. What was I trying so to do? Funny. I was trying
1: to do something when I was, like, in the other lane. <laughs> I think I think you called me about it. We I did, because
0: I was like, are you good? Are you, are you sleeping up there? Uh, you, I thought you might be tired and nodding off, so I was a little bit
1: worried. Oh, and you
0: go, no, I'm just reaching for a lotion. trying to find my <laughs> hand cream. Like,
1: oh, my gosh, dude. I got this working hands, O'Keefe's working hands. That's what you got to <laughs> have in your... This episode, not yet sponsored by O'Keefe's Working (laughs) Hands, but you got to get that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, get it. Mm. And it seals up. It's in a little tin. Mm. But when you're out and you're doing stuff and you're wearing wool gloves, like my hands get all dried out. Yeah. And so I knew it was up there because I took it out of the back of the camper, put it in the front, but I had so much junk everywhere on the front seat. Totally. Six jackets, all my snacks, couldn't (laughs) find it. Yeah. So...
0: All right. Well, that, it. that, that pretty much wraps it up for us. Go um, camp in the rain. Yeah, get out there. So but we're also cool.
1: coming up, maybe maybe here in the sometime near future, we'll talk about process for identifying and making reservations and finding new locations. Because we're coming up on, like, if you're going to do something here this yeah. summer or, or later on in the year when the weather's decent, yeah, you got to be starting to plan that out now. Yep. Especially yeah. if you're trying to plan it with people. It's different if you're just like hopping the rig and go. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to pull together a family trip or you're trying to pull together some groups of people in COVID in a safe way, yeah. you want to have like a reservation or a campsite and some space. So maybe we'll yep. talk about that here coming up soon.
0: Okay. Well, hey, um, and if you are interested in um, other other ways to be involved with Breaking Camp, you can check us out at patreon.com slash Camp. Uh where we have stuff uh patreon only content and and just kind of appreciation um as always chad thank you Chad you know finally dry he is he's dry Ish. he's going uh. he's still not talking to us <laughs> he's a little bitter. we should have gave him a dry tent well, I thought it was fine, but i guess it I guess it leaked. <laughs> Hey, follow us on Instagram and our social media, Facebook or whatever. Uh, Share it with a friend. And uh, most importantly, you guys, get out there and have some fun.